Hey everyone, it's me, Brian, Brian Dash, and welcome back to Mule Madness. I'm doing a story called, um, Recruiting Brian, it's a Star Fox crossover with Star Wars. It's going to be part of a little series I'm going to be doing until October. I'm going to be dressing up as Superman, by the way, because Superman's just so cool. Hell, Superman is my favorite superhero of all time. Unless it's Batman with Christian Bale, but then again, I'll if I had to, if I had to come down to watching uh, the Dark Knight series with Christian Bale, or watching the Superman series with uh, with uh, what's his name Christopher Reeves, Christopher Reeves, no problem. He's my favorite um, actor when it comes to superhero movies, as far as Superman goes. So let's just dive right on in, shall we? Okay. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, my name's Crystal, and I want to tell you about the day I was saved by a human. Just not my voice. So, enjoy. Crystal was flying through the air, enjoying herself. That's when an apparoid appeared and shot her down. She spiraled out of control and her jet cloud rider nosedived into the ground and caught on fire. She was bleeding and seriously wounded. She could barely stand. She thought, I'm going to die here. I'm never going to see Fox again. I'll never have a child. She sighed, dreaming of a child with Fox. Sure, took the name Marcus James McLeod. But it seems that would not happen. She closed her eyes, wanting that to be her dying thought. That's when she heard a, What the? Oh gosh, don't worry, hug each other. A man said. And then she saw a man. Punch a hole through the glass on her ship, pry it open, and managed to get her out. As her ship exploded, the man didn't even flinch. He laid her down by a tree and said, Okay, you're still alive. Alright, um, can't leave you here. I guess I have no choice. I'm taking you home, Fox. He said, not knowing that she was Crystal from Star Fox, just thought she was some random anapomorphic fox. Because apparently in the Middle of Madness, nothing is supposed to make sense, apparently. But hey, it makes a good story, and that's a big fourth wall break right there, so I'm just going to move on before I get demonetized. Alright, there you go. He said as he laid her down. She mumbled to herself, Crow, Dad, is that you? Crow? He said, Lay down, it's not Crow. CT 72. At least that's what that was. Here, Uncle Brian. Now, get some sleep. Brian, 
What's your last name, Brian? They call me Dash. I'm Brian Dash. Now lay down and get some sleep. Okay, Mr. Dash. Crystal said, not knowing where she was or who Dash was, but didn't care. All she knew is she was safe. Next day, she woke up. Her bone in one of her legs was broken, but it was mended with a cast. So, she also found crutches next to her on the couch, and she used them to limp around. Soon, she found her went to the kitchen, where she saw Brian. Brian said, Oh, look who's up. Here, I made you pancakes. These were Dashie's favorite when she lived with me. Thank you. Um, who's Dashie? Oh, she... She was my daughter. Oh. And she, Crystal sat down and began to eat. Tell me more. How old is she now? Well, it's been about a year or two since I've seen her. She'd be 21 by now. No, probably about 20. She was 18 last I saw her. But we only spent 16 years together. 15 or 16. I'm sorry. It's alright. She's with her friends now, and that's what's important. Can't you visit her? No, she lives in a land known as Kitsuneville. It's a town in different dimension. She's actually from a children's TV show. But somehow, she got to my world. And to this very day, I hope I see her one day. Well, you saved my life. I'm going to contact my team and... We'll make sure we make sure that we pay you back for what you did. Don't worry about it. It's what any honorable person would do. If I can't raise Dashie, I might as well do something else that gives my life meaning. Because trust me, more times than not, I wondered what is the point of life and why do I put up with it. Maybe this is the reason. Maybe this is the reason why I haven't. Never mind. So, um, you seem to know what you're doing when you saved me. Why is that? Do you like stories? Of course I do, Crystal said. Uh, just my luck. I was hoping you'd say no, Brian groaned. I used to be known as CT-782. I was a clone trooper. I spent a lot of time in the 501st. Then after a little bit, they moved me to another regiment. The Wolfpack, led by Plo Koon. Well, not more than two years after I was accepted into the Wolfpack by Plo Koon, I got a transmission from our Chancellor, 
he had a hood on and a sinister voice. See, back in the Clone Wars, they're running low on clone uh, producing on the account that they haven't found a donor, so they started recruiting us normal humans, which became a, a favorite of the Chancellor. And that's when he made started making storm troopers. But at this point in time, he was using them to make clones until we found a donor. A DNA donor for more clones. I remember that he appeared up to me on my transmitter and said, Command, High Commander Wolf of the Alpha Celestia Squad, the time has come. Execute Order 66. What? What's Order 66? Alright, you're new to this. You don't have the inhibitor chip. The Jedi have turned against me, and you must execute them. And I had no choice. At that point in time, I was being led by Shakti. She was helping Plo Koon, and I opened fire on her, killing her. And more Jedi. That's when I found out. The Chancellor wasn't a Chancellor. He became an Emperor Palpatine. A Sith. So I fled. I found a portal to this world and I jumped through it. I had to start my life all over again but I didn't care. I had a family. Again. And I died in a car crash. But I won't dare go back through another portal. Fear where it will take me. That's when Dash entered my life. And she healed my scars. Then they took her away from me too. And my life has never been the same. Crystal leaned over and hugged Brian. You didn't know. It's okay. I lost my parents too. Our ship crashed on Soria, the dino planet. And that is where I lived my life. With a father figure. His name was Crow. Then he left me to fight the evil General Scales and he disappeared. We found him again, but I had to leave him. There's not a day that goes by that I regret that decision. But he was a very, very wise man. I know what you're going through. I've been through it before. What can I do? You never killed your master. I have not. But I did make mistakes. 
Once Fox told me I had to leave the team, he was worried about me. Worried that I'd get hurt, but I took it the wrong way. I, I broke up with him and went and joined Starwolf with Panther. Then I had to, jo- had to fly and attack my friends Slippy, Falco, Peppy, and Fox. I had to fly with malicious villains. Wolf the aggressive. Leon the eagled eye sniper. Panther the dreamy. And finally, Andrew the loser. I mean, seriously, his name is Andrew. Who names the child Andrew? Hashtag destroy fast. This is for the comedy of the story. This is not meant to be insulting to anyone who actually has the name Andrew. I actually have a, f- a few friends named this, and this is just a joke. Back to the story. Brian said, Yeah, Andrew. Weird name. Anyway, so you saved my life. Thank you. And she kissed him on the cheek. Brian's face immediately turned red. Um, uh, thanks for that. He started to blush. She was very attractive, but seriously, she was a fox. And for more or no, she was a fox. Not a suitable wife or girlfriend. Besides, he doesn't need a girlfriend. Or dash, you think? So he shrugged it off. That's when Crystal said, My team's here. Come on. And she helped him up, leaning on her crutch. Brian said, I can get up for myself. Besides, if anyone needs my help, it's you. I mean, your leg's still broken. I can manage. Besides, in the infirmary, it won't take me long to heal. That's when Fox said, Hey, Crystal, you're alright. I am, thanks to a new friend. Who's that? His name's Brian. Brian Dash. If it wasn't for him, I'd be dead. How? Thanks, buddy, for saving Crystal. It's no problem. Wait, your name is... Fox. Tell me, what was your last name? McLeod. James's son. What, what was that? You're James's boy. You knew my father? He saved my life once. He was in the Star Wars universe once. My ship was shot. My engine caught on fire. I pressed the ejector seat. I was surrounded by droid ships. He came out of nowhere and destroyed them one by one. He 
eventually caught me on his wing and flew me to safety. I owe a lot to your father. Tell me, where is he? Fox hung his head low. He... He died. Pigmon betrayed him. Andros killed him. Well, Fox, if I can't repay your father for what he did for me, then I shall repay you in any way I can. Crystal leaned over to Fox and said, He was a high commander. We could use him. Fox said, Do you know how to pilot an R-wing? No, but I know how to fly a ship, and I still have my old ship from the Star Wars universe. All it needs is a few tweaks on the guns, and it's good as new. Slippy said, I'll fix it. And Slippy fixed it right up. Fox said, Want to repay me? Tell you what, join our team, and we'll call it even. Brian thought and said you're not working for anyone known as a chancellor are you nope Fox said we're all mercenaries we serve no one's side except our own so technically we serve General Pepper because he was my father's friend he protects Lilith and we are here to defend Lilith from anything why Fox is more of just Star Fox is a just a bunch of mercenaries trying to do what they believe is right. Star Wolf rinsed themselves out of the highest bidder. Well then, you just got yourself a man on the team. And Brian and Fox shook hands. Well, next mission, we have to go take down some apparatus in our universe. Well, let's shake a leg. And they all climbed into the Great Fox and took off with Brian's new ship, or old, new, re, uh, remade ship. That's when Star Fox had him raise his left hand. I solemnly swear, Brian repeated, I solemnly swear, Fox said to be a Star Fox member. And to make sure I do what I believe is right. Brian repeated that. Then Fox said. And to follow my teammate. Led by Fox. And never betray any other of my teammates. If I do. I will be gunned down. And I would enjoy. And I will enjoy. My stay in prison. Knowing that's what I deserved. Brian repeated that. Alright. Now an official member of the Star Fox team. Crystal's barracks is on the left side of the south wing of the Great Fox. Your room is right across from hers. And my room is right next to hers. <laughs> Brent said, Alright. Who's my neighbor? Your neighbor is Falco and Slippy. Peppy is on our, our area. 
And you actually have Cat on yours. We actually just got Cat on the team as well. Cool. Alright. Night, guys. Good night. Have a good sleep. You too. As Brian laid down his bed, he thought, a new team. I have a chance to make amends for my past mistakes. I also get my first kiss by Blue Vixen Fox in a weird outfit. Now that's something I never thought I'd say or happen. Definitely didn't see myself joining a team full of anthropomorphic animals such as a cat, two foxes, a frog, a bunny thingy, and a bird. <sighs> yep, this is a weird day. I can make it work. Then Fox said, Wait, everyone call up. Brian, there's something I forgot to tell him. So, they paged Brian, and Brian went to the bridge, which is connected to the command central of the ship. Fox and everyone else went up, got up, and said, You know how big of a commitment this is, right? This is a lifelong commitment. What do you mean? Do you know what would happen if we fail saving this dimension? No. If we fail, every other dimension will fall because all dimensions are connected. If something goes wrong in another dimension, it affects this dimension. If anything, if anything goes wrong in this dimension, it affects all the other dimensions. You're kidding me. No, Brian. This serious well then I guess I'll join the team for life I'll do anything to defend my little girl and if she her, her dimension is also connected to this dimension I'll do whatever I can in my power to make sure she's safe alright Brian just want to clear that up now we can get some sleep. Brian went back to bed, but this time he didn't sleep. He was overwhelmed, thinking that if one thing happened to go wrong in that dimension, he could actually lose his little girl. But he knew tomorrow he would have to fight the Aperoids, and he would, to defend his little girl. Brian looked up at the ceiling and said for Lilat for Earth for my little dashy Brian laid his head down on his pillow and fell asleep when he woke up the next morning he saw a box outside his door. Crystal said, 
I did some research on clones and looked at their armor. I bought you some. It's shiny white armor. I thought it'd help you fit in with your own uniform. And Crystal went to go get breakfast. Brian unboxed it and looked at it. It was phase one armor. He put it on. This felt like phase one armor indeed. A little heavy, a little uncomfortable. But feels like I used to feel. Oh well. It's time to lock and load. Let's get ready for some, let's get ready to slay some afterwards. And he went to eat before the battle began. Cause they were almost there. Thank you everyone for listening to part one of the Star Fox Star Wars story. I don't know what the series is going to be called yet. I'll think about it as I'm um, editing and doing the stuff I need to to, to post the video. This one is called um, Crystal's Savior. So, thank you for watching this video. If you like it, please press the like button in the face. Lame bosses with high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you all next time in the next video. And of course, look into the shadows because this was a strange one. Thank you, everyone. And good night.